Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And this is episode 158. 158. What are we doing today? This is when things don't go as planned. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, but I'm sure we all have a little experience Oh, yeah. In Absolutely. That. In many areas, for sure. Both good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we do that, anything that you want to talk about from last week? Yes, last week we did Enjoying the Season You Are In, and we both had talked about our divorces in there. And so Jennifer said, I also cried for about a year after my divorce. I tried to do it on my drive to work, and I knew exactly what songs to play to start crying. I did that uh-huh. after my mom died. I talk about that a lot, that yeah. that kept me in that depression mm-hmm. for a long time. You yeah. know, I think I cried about my divorce as much as I did because I wasn't sure if I was making the right decision. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, I was beating myself up. Like, am I going the right way or whatever? And right. you know, now I know better. Listen to the universe. It, it does, <laughs> like it does help to facilitate, you know, the waterworks when you need to yes. at times, but yeah, it can kind of suck you in. Yep. Too. Absolutely. So, so thank you for that comment, Jennifer. And yeah, so sorry you. that you went through that for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And we have a new iTunes review that I wanted to read. Oh, my God. iTunes, when you post uh, a review, it doesn't really have a name. It just has your username. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know who this is. So to ha- whoever did this, we appreciate it. It's Thank a you. five-star review. And it says, I enjoy Samantha and Danny's chatter. I don't always agree or see things the same way, but I enjoy hearing them talk things through. The episodes have a solid structure and easy pace, and it's clear they research the topics. They're not just babbling like a lot of podcasts. That's sweet. Yeah, and you know what? I really like that because... I don't think we do this so that people will just sit there and agree with us. Like, we want people to have opinions, to Mm -hmm. listen and disagree. And you know what? Even if you disagree, we want to hear about it. Send it to us. Mm -hmm. Tell us what your opinion is because this show isn't about fact. Mm -hmm. It's really not. It's not about fact. None of this is written anywhere. This is about what we feel, what we've seen. Um, We say what we know, but really none of us know. None of us know. Not visually. No. Not no. visually. This is all internal. But for those that don't have an idea or a concept or something, this is out there as a potential idea. Yeah, absolutely. Or the theory or whatever you want to call it. Philosophy. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So mm-hmm. so I really like that iTunes review. And, and yes, thank, thank you, you to whoever did that. And we love those. They really help us to get out there. So whether it's iTunes or Facebook or YouTube or wherever that you find our podcast, if you could leave us a review, we would love that. Yes, it would be great. Please. It's very helpful well, to us. You. Yes, and an honest one. We're not, you know, we're not saying you have to give us a five-star review. I mean, huh. we'd love that. But if you well. think we're only worth three stars, then, hey, give us three stars. Whatever. You know, honest. Right? It's your voice. Exactly. Use it. Exactly. Uh, okay. <clears throat> and then before we get into the questions and the readings, 
There was there's a girl Shannon, a listener Shannon that I've done a reading for on the show, and she had a dog has a dog Daisy, mm-hmm. and Daisy was getting uh, into fights with the other dogs in the house yeah. over food and trash and stuff like that. And I mm-hmm. told Shannon, I will help you for free. Let's work on this. And this is what I received from Shannon yesterday. And I don't remember what episode that is, but I want to say that this was probably six to eight months ago. Would be my guess. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a little she, bit ago. Yeah. She says, hi, Samantha. Sorry, I haven't been updating you on Daisy. She has been perfect since the last time I talked to you. No incidences at all. I cannot thank you enough for all that you have done for her. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm so I'm glad. I'm happy to hear that, Shannon. That's cool. Yes, I. so wonderful. Like, we did probably, like, touch base, like, three or four times uh, after I did the initial reading. And because there were incidents, they were happening less frequent. Mm-hmm. But, and you know, this isn't to say that there isn't ever going to be another one. Right. That's, you know, we can never say that. But they have less time between them. Mm-hmm. And what we can do is if there is another incident, we check in with Daisy again. And we say, remember what we talked about yeah. before? Because sometimes they're like kids. They just need a reminder, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm so Sounds glad. Sounds like progress. Yes, Period. major progress. So thank yeah. you, Shannon, for checking in again. and telling us um, how that was going. Very appreciate good. it. Okay, and then we answer two questions every week. This one is from Laura. She said, hi, both of you. I hope this finds you well. I am currently feeling quite stuck spiritually, and I can't feel what I need to work on to move on from this point. I believe I have a sixth sense, and my instinct is telling me I need to work on something to grow and learn, but don't know what it is. Do you have any tips for getting unstuck and moving on to work on lessons? I hope that makes sense. Peace and love. Good question, Laura. Yeah, that's a great question. I, we go through this. I, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody does probably. But I think before the spiritual awakening and everything, I didn't recognize it so much when I would be trapped in those pits, you know, mm-hmm. and needed a way out. Now I recognize it more. Mm-hmm. And usually what I do is I go, okay, you know how you're feeling. You recognize those feelings, accept that you're feeling that way. And then tomorrow, let's let it go. Let's just not even think about it, right? right? Like I can get myself into this total turmoil about money when it's really not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like with my job, I can work as little or as much as I want. So I shouldn't worry about it as much as I do, but I'm human. Mm -hmm. So I have to turn it off. I have to make it stop and say, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just not. I have to move on. I have to think positively. The law of attraction is another thing that absolutely helps me. When I remember that the law of attraction is very real, Mm -hmm. it helps to get me unstuck because I realize I will get back whatever I put out. And it really does work. Yeah. I mean, to get unstuck, I guess my first suggestion would be is try to meditate on it it may take more than once if you don't feel like you have a clear answer like as to what it is then the next thing that i would probably do myself is set signs yeah like if i should go in this direction yes like more of a traditional or um safe bet kind of job or if we're talking about job just for instance or should I go with my passion, right? my dream, my love? Give me this sign. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think sometimes we think our passions and our dreams are sort of pipe dreams. And it's mm-hmm. unrealistic to think that yeah. somehow you could do what you love and earn a living. It's true. I th- so I think we shoot ourselves down right off the bat with that mm-hmm. one, you know? Yeah. 
So maybe even consider those things if you have hobbies, yep. things you really love. Yeah. You know? It really, too, is like, it's like willpower, that change in mind, that deciding to, you know, mm-hmm. surrender. It's it's like going on a diet. And you have to, instead of watch what's coming, well, you still have to watch what's coming out of your mouth. But, right. you know, yeah. um, when you eat, it goes in. Now mm-hmm. you're talking about what's coming out or what you're thinking, what's in your mind. All of those things we have to change. We have to go on a diet, so right. to speak, not to do that. So, yeah. But I believe, Laura, that you are intuitive because you're getting that feeling. Yes. Of like something needs to change. Yes. And if even if it's not employment, let's say it's your geography. Maybe you work from home, so it doesn't matter, doesn't matter where you live. But you feel like you need a change. Yeah. You can set these kind of things or meditate on these type of things. Um, the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. so so hope that answers your question a little bit, Laura. Thank you. Thank you for it. It was a great question. The second one is actually from a couple of my clients because I've been asked the same thing a couple of times this week. And so I thought I'm just going to use this as a question because it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Both Patricia and Candace asked me this week, how do you deal with difficult family members that have a problem with you and refuse to change? Mm. that's a good question and yeah. it's working with both of them it's interesting to see the family dynamics and what the problems are mm. and a lot of the times it really comes down to communication it comes down to um, not listening to each other and you know I can't say one way is right or wrong to go about dealing with the family mm-hmm. but I have found that when you put something in a letter or you write it out it's heard a lot better when mm-hmm. you talk to somebody and you sit on the phone with them or you're face to face, you are there thinking the whole time about what they're going to say to you is usually how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you write to somebody, they can absorb everything that you're saying and they can take piece by piece, right? You're getting out what you want to say. But the thing about when we approach difficult family is it can't be ego based, you know, like, um, with Patricia, she has some, some problems with one of her daughters and, you know, one of the sisters said something to the daughter that doesn't like her same exact thing that Patricia said, but the, the daughter's okay with the other daughter, but not with Patricia. And she's Mm. like, I don't understand how she can be okay with her sister, but not okay with me. Mm. Well, that's common because a lot of times the kids, you're the mom. (laughs) I hate to say it. It could be just that alone, that alone, that alone. But, but the communication there, you know, we, we need to learn to communicate better and say, look, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to argue. I, I don't want any of this because both of these women are trying to figure out a way to have a good relationship with the women that they don't have a good relationship with. Mm-hmm. And it is not easy because no matter how much you change yourself and you change the way you talk to people, you can't change that other person. So no matter what you do, sometimes it's just not fixable. And yeah. that's not your that's not your fault. If right. you've said what you need to say and you were kind about it mm-hmm. and, you know, you put it out there, what more can you do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think like either Charlie or Frank maybe have shared a while ago, like being around family and how you feel like. Could have been both. But I think Charlie uh, said You know, that, there's yeah. this different energy and you don't know how to connect, but their blood and. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is this connection. Um, If it's just a matter of being around somebody, you know, like what Samantha shared, I think is really good. If it's a matter of there's not really much that needs to be addressed. Yeah. But you just have to be around them. You know, that's a kind of um, 
you know, sometimes I think it could feel like a conundrum, like, oh, I got to go here and be there and be around them. And I just, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, sometimes there's just that separation of understanding that that's you. That's not you. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And, and you are you and they're who they are and you're completely different. And at some point that is okay. Yeah. Absolutely. For it to just be that way, mm-hmm. if that's how it has to be. But in this situation with the sister and the daughter and the mom, I could see yeah. it just being more about, I got to take it out on somebody. And yes. You tend to ride, you know, roll with your peers more than your elders. Right. In that teenage, if we're talking teenage years. Yes. There's more of that rebelliousness to go against the parent, I think, so. One of the things that I think is really important in the healing aspect is realizing that we all have different memories. So, like, let's say that you have a problem with a family member because of something that they did to you once upon a time. Mm -hmm. They may not remember that. And you're mad at them for something that they don't remember doing. Mm -hmm. It was important to you. It stood out to you. I see a meme all the time that says, but to them, it was just a Tuesday. (laughs) You know? So sometimes you have to address it and say, look, you did this. It hurt my feelings. And let them you know respond to that and and hopefully they respond nicely but that's how you communicate you have to put it out there and i think when you make it more about this is how i was feeling this is how you know what you said made me feel and not make the other person like it's you you're a bad person you said this you did this Mm. you get you catch more bees with honey that way yeah you know you really do yeah. Sure. But it's also one more thing that I was hearing while you were talking is it's okay to keep family members at arm's distance if you need to. Yeah. Just because your blood does not mean that you owe them anything, whether yeah. it's your mother, your aunt, your cousin, your right. brother, your sister, whoever it is. You don't owe them anything right. if they're going to treat you like crap and, and there's nothing that seems right. to be working. It's okay. Yeah, there's an it obvious sucks, but... conflict of energy. Yeah. I think that goes for anybody. Yeah. That if it just doesn't fit you, you know, doesn't feel good, then then you shouldn't yeah. invest that time. For whatever reason, reason, we're taught that we're just supposed to accept our family exactly mm-hmm. how they are, you know, and that allow them to treat us however they want. <clears throat> and that's not the way that this is supposed to work. At all. I don't think so. No, not at all. So so I hope that that helps a little bit, Patricia and, and Candace. It was, um, yes, you know, thank you. Everybody has a different story. So just, yeah. yeah. Okay. And mm. then let's do the reading that we do every week. This is for Katie. She says, not sure if you prefer people or animals. So I'll put one of each. We're going to do the person for her today. But so everybody knows I don't have a preference. I like to do an assortment. Uh-huh. I also love the psychic readings. Um, This is my cousin, Brian. This picture was from one of his trips to Vegas. He was killed at work by a co-worker many years ago. I know he is watching over his folks, my aunt and uncle. Does he have any messages for them or any of the family? Oh, that's so awful. I am so sorry that, that he passed that way. What a horrible way to go. Hopefully it was an accident. Well, let's see if he tells us. All right. Let me connect to him real quick for you Brian he had a lot of fun on that trip to Vegas he's telling me that he um, 
let his, uh, not his guard, but, you know, like he let his freak flag fly more than he (laughs) normally would, I guess is a good way to put it. He just let himself have a good time. Not that he didn't usually, but there's something about this trip that he just felt like, I'm just going to have a good time, you know? Hmm. Um, Instinctively, there may have, I, I feel like he somehow knew that he was going to die young, that something was going to happen. It didn't freak him out. It wasn't like he was you know, set on it so much like, oh, I'm going to die and this sucks. It was more like, well, I better get my experiences in while I still have the time. You know, I don't know that he realized just how little time he had, but that was definitely um, a thought that crossed his mind. Wow. Um, I don't feel like this was an accident. I feel this was some kind of um, hostile situation. Wow. Mostly because I'm not seeing much of anything. Mm. Um, And so... Usually when there's a traumatic event, I really just won't see what happened. I'll mm-hmm. just feel this like panic. And that's really what I feel is like this, this long panic of like, oh my God, what's going on? What's happening? You know, right. um, but he doesn't want you to think that he suffered or anything like that. He doesn't want you to feel like his last moments were paranoia Um because really what he's telling me is that shock set in and it was almost like like after a little bit like okay this is happening i don't know what this is but i'm just going to go with it you know right. um and then and then i feel like he passed so he went into this state of shock and that kept him from not going through suffering um gosh i really want to say like this was i i hate to say this but like some kind of an office shooting or a mishap with some kind of machinery. There's some kind of major impact is what I'm feeling. And I just don't know exactly what it is. I hope it's not a shooting, but some kind of impact. Um, so Katie will have to tell us. That's why, you know, when I have somebody here, they can tell me, oh, this is why you're feeling the impact. Mm. Uh, let's see what else he has to say. Okay. So for the parents, um, yeah, especially mom has not been the same. Yeah. Um, it's a horrible thing to lose your child. It's not supposed to work that way. <laughs> And a a lot of times she feels like she wants to be with him. Um, So the message is, it's for both of them really, but more for her is that this world needs her and she needs to stay here. And he's helping her get through the emotions and through this time without him. And it will get easier and easier. I, I don't feel like this was really sudden, like, I mean, like recent, but I feel like she still holds on to this like it was recent. And I know exactly how that feels. It's like you just, you can't get on with your life, but it will get easier for her. And, um, he's trying to send them both signs. He's showing me bananas. Um, that's (laughs) interesting. Banana peels in particular, um, jokes, maybe that has something to do with jokes, practical jokes, Um, banana peels. So they probably will know you'll have to ask them. Um, but yeah, mom needs to just, you know, I don't know, give her some extra love, you know, check on her every once in a while. If you don't already, you know, she misses that interaction with him that, you know, just checking on him, just, you know, the stuff that that moms do. So yeah, she needs to fill that void poor thing. So, so let's see what else we have. And he said, dad's cool. (laughs) Sometimes they say the most random things. I don't know if that means dad's just, you know, like he accepted it, accepted it, or if he's just like a cool guy, but dad's cool. So tell them both that he loves them. And he's really sorry that um, this is how this went. 
Square. Yeah. So, so Katie, please Thanks, give Katie. us your input. I want to know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, well, and then two more things before we get into the episode real quick. Today would have been my mother's 70th birthday. Happy so, birthday, yeah, Linda. Happy birthday, Mom. I just wanted to wish her that happy Earthly birthday. birthday. Yes, earthly birthday. Yep, she's definitely made her presence strong today. That's for, Not that she doesn't every day, but some days it's just like, <laughs> whoa, yeah. you're having a good time, aren't you? And then we're going to, we said we're going to start giving our information at the beginning of the show. Which we forgot last week. Which we forgot last week. So this week we will remember. (laughs) But next week is a whole other story. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, So you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. And our website is spiritualjoneses.com. And all of our social media is at spiritualjoneses. Made it super easy for you. Very nice. Yeah. And you, sir. For my art, uh, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And I just want to share really fast um, <clears throat> through Samantha's friend, uh, Alana, at Studio Channel Island's... Um, art studio i was invited along with uh, a really good friend of ours christine heisler to be a part of this exhibit or fundraiser excuse me art exhibit called shelter and art fundraiser for the people of ukraine and this is may 5th 6th and 7th um and you can buy pieces of art yeah and help the people of ukraine yeah, I'll share it on our in our discussion group and on our page too, yes. so people know where to find it. So if you're local, you know, come out. You can see it on my any of my uh, my Instagram and my Facebook. So cool, check it out. Um, if you're local, check it out. There was yeah. some good stuff. We went there down was, there yeah. today and looked at it. Um, and the reception will be there. Yeah, it'll be cool next week. Yeah, very good. Very good. All righty. Thank you. Anyways, let's move on. Episode one hundred and fifty-eight. When things don't go as planned. Sometimes things just don't. They just don't work out the way that we planned or anticipated. Mm -hmm. And in these situations, it's easy to see the negative or to get swept up in the would have, should have, could have. So this can manifest itself into self-blame, blaming others, and then into circumstances that we let, where we let fear take over basically. So this episode is meant to help us all to see a little clearer how when we let things develop, how when we go with the flow and allow the universe to step in and help us, things usually work out for the better. Yeah. It it seems like a big case of this episode in particular of perception of how do you kind of look at it? Is the glass half empty or half full? Yes. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read some of our listener stories and then we'll just chat about them a little bit. Cool. Okay. So this one is from Amanda. She says, I was one week away from marrying my high school sweetheart when I was diagnosed with cancer. I was told that I had non-Hodgkin's Burkitt's lymphoma stage three. It was very aggressive form of cancer. I had not been sick with any sort of symptoms other than some weird bump that was right along my jawline. I had surgery to remove one tumor, the other one they had to leave in because it was too risky to take out as it was by a major artery. To say that week was a roller coaster of emotions is a big understatement. I did not know if I was going to live or die. I had I had told my husband that he did not have to marry me. I was 18 and he was 19 at the time. He had a whole life ahead of him. Fast forward to now, 26 years later, 
I have been in remission and have been blessed with three kids. Oh my gosh, I'm wow. starting to tear. <laughs> wow, what an incredible story. Okay, hold on, I gotta breathe a second. Whew, <laughs> 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 okay. I didn't know if I was even going to be able to have any kind of given treatment. I thank God on a daily basis just how grateful I am that I was given a second chance in life, but more so that my sweetheart stuck by my side when he could have walked away. We have been married 26 wonderful years. He later on told me that he, that although he was trying to be strong for me, he was scared. Well, yeah, sure, I would have been too. You know, I think that's one of, like, mm -hmm. my worst nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. He didn't know if I was going to live or die, but that there was no question in his mind that he still wanted to get married, knowing he might lose me, because at least he would have been married to me, even if it was just for a short time. Have I mentioned he's the love of my life? He's a keeper. Oh, can I have the tissues, please? <laughs> that is such a sweet story. Yeah, wow. You know, and it, it really is like when you get some kind of diagnosis like that, mm -hmm. like I can't even imagine. I feel like, like, I. I don't know why, but I just kind of heard because there was something you're supposed to do. Absolutely. You're not done. There's, There's always something a reason. Yeah. Or some things left for you to do. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I have like weird physical ailments, obviously nothing like that, but on and off throughout my life, like there's been things where I'm like, why? Like, why me? Why do I have these issues? You know? Mm. And I've stopped kind of looking at it like that because I figure there's a reason. Either I'm not taking care of myself properly, which mm. is not at all what I'm saying about Amanda, but <clears throat> I've learned that over having chronic migraines for years, I was actually not helping myself by drinking soda constantly and mm. eating, you know, junk food. So I asked myself, am I doing this to myself or am I being taught something or am I, you know, is there a re there's always a reason what is the reason right. you know i had that breast cancer scare mm. and that was eye opening for a lot of reasons you know preventative care being one of them that mm. i will now have a mammogram every year you mm. know so like that could have happened for a reason too mm -hmm. like i don't know maybe because that shocked me into making sure now that i have one every year maybe i'll be able to prevent something yeah. you know it, it was a scary situation but maybe it'll have you know a brighter outcome. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We a lot of times don't know why things happen yeah. until much later. Usually in retrospect, you can look back and go, oh, that makes sense. It doesn't at the time. Yeah, it doesn't. For me, at least it does. And I, but that's the, that's where I know that I'm learning because I do see it in hindsight yeah. or retrospect. I, I get it. I catch these things now that maybe I didn't before. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's read. The next one. This is from Crystal. She says, I once was denied for a rental house that I absolutely loved through a rental agency. I was crushed. I saw my family in that house. I wanted out of my apartment so bad. Then I found a way bigger house, more property through an amazing private renter for my kids and I. We stayed there for six years and we all cherished the times we had there. The exact thing happened when we bought our house five years ago the first place we we weren't picked and it crushed me we ended up finding a beautiful home with a good chunk of property in an area that i preferred in the school district that i preferred i think it's amazing how these things play out but in the moment when a door closes we are devastated when a door closes like that i have totally learned to listen 
to li- don't fight it. There's yeah. absolutely a reason, yeah. you know, and we, and we do, we have this way of getting our hearts set on something like with this house is like a good, right. like what she was saying. It's, it's, uh, it's a great example because we kind of went through it with this house. Now I had been having visions of this house. So I knew when we were seeing these other ones that they just weren't right. right. But had I not had those visions, I may have pushed us into something mm-hmm. that we that wasn't ours or tried to at least, you right. know, this kind of like knowing that I'm supposed to go with the flow and just do, you know, what comes helps me to not get upset when a door closes. Right. There was that. Um, I think I told this story, but I'll tell it real quick again. There was that Kings game that I got invited to in December and it didn't happen because of the coronavirus. And then when they rescheduled, I actually got to see my favorite player receive an award, and I wouldn't have got to see that if I would have gone to the original night because right. it went with how many games he had played. Yeah. So it all works out. But and, and I knew that at the time. I said to you, I'm like, there's a reason. I'm not going to let this bother me because mm-hmm. there's a reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like you kind of want to take the steering wheel yourselves. And again, I feel like, you know, we are, we're so insistent on controlling our own path our own destiny mm-hmm. and the idea of something else greater than us guiding us mm-hmm. now again we can make the choice not to take their suggestion or that feeling of you know right should i turn left or right or should i do this job or should i do that job or ask this girl out or ask that girl you know the questions are uh, there's a multitude of them and i feel like often out of panic, you want to grab the wheel yes. and kind of steer it in this direction instead of... I, I I get the whole thing with the manifestation part of this is the plan, right? Yeah. That you plant it like a seed and you walk away. Right, exactly. Like, don't sit there and watch it grow because you're going to bite your fingernails and get all frustrated. It's going to feel like a millennium. Yep. You walk away for a little bit. The seed's been planted. You've given it the water. It's in the sun. Let it do what it's going to do. Right. If it's meant to sprout, it will sprout. That's right. If it doesn't, then you know that's the wrong seed. That's right. If it does, then your what you've done has worked. Right. So I spent too much time watching the grass grow. Yeah. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Instead of just plant it. And the truth is, is we really can make anything we want here. We can. We can do everything. Everything on this planet, besides the rocks and the earth itself, was not here before we got here. Right. It all came from a thought and a creation and voila. Yep. So we can do it. Yep. If it's right. That's right. You know? Yep. If it's not right for you, yeah, stop pounding your head yep. against that wall the dead end and think of a different or let them show you a different direction. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the two things that I would say in my readings that I find that people try and push the most are relationships and fertility. Mm -hmm. Fertility is a huge thing. A lot of psychics won't even do readings on it um, because it it really is up to the universe. It really is like, um, I was working with this this girl this week, actually, that she had a miscarriage a couple of months ago. And so now she's getting fertility treatments and and she just got her period. So she, that was yesterday. And so she 
you know, isn't pregnant. And she's very, very, very frustrated. Yeah. Well, I, you know, went in and I asked the universe, universe, what is going on? And they said, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. Let it happen naturally. Let it happen when it's supposed to. And I told her that. I said, probably like five or six months. And like a lot of times I can see what's going to happen, you mm-hmm. know. And so I told her, I said, I see you taking a pregnancy test and going, no way. No way. That psychic was right. No way. As soon as she lets it go, that's Mm -hmm. when it's going to happen. It's not up to us. We can plan and plan and plan Mm -hmm. all we want. Mm -hmm. And it is not going to go most of the time the way that we plan it to. So the best thing we can do is just know that if it's meant for us, it will happen. And you know what? There's some people that aren't supposed to have kids, and so they may try and try and try and try to get pregnant, and they just can't. But there might be a reason. Maybe you're not supposed to be with the person you're with right now. Maybe they're not baby daddy. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're going to be with somebody else or whatever the situation is. We just want to push, push, push Mm -hmm. on these things. And it's just not the way it's supposed to be. It's like J.G. Webber. (laughs) It's my money, and I want it now. (laughs) It's my baby, and I want it now. Yeah, absolutely. We're all guilty of that. All guilty of that. And when it comes to relationships, that's probably one of the most frustrating ones for me because I've done it myself. When you try and push a relationship that is not meant to be. Yeah. Like, I I did that after my Mm -hmm. divorce. It was like, okay, here's one. Here's a guy. He's not married. You know, he's he's halfway decent looking. He's got these. Okay, I'm just going to push this. I'm going to push and push and push. And the universe pushes back. And I went crazy for a while, like Mm. going, why isn't this happening? What's going on here? Well, probably because he wasn't the right guy for me. And Mm. now looking back at it, I was like, oh, my, I'm you're so stupid with with several people that I dated. Like, why were you thinking that they were the one for you? You know, when the one for me came, oh, the universe made it known (laughs) to both of us. Really? Yeah, Yeah. because I did some of the stupid things that you did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, jumped into something that could have been equivalent to what I was getting divorced from. Yeah, you know, and it yep. wasn't it wasn't worth it. No, it, and when you yeah, when you came along, it was very apparent. Yeah, so I think we both kind of fought it at first. Like, no, 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 this can't be right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the thing about it was like the other ones, I was like, yeah, let's do this. Come on. And this one, I was like, why though? Like, we're both are honest. We don't want a relationship. Like, we're just you know. And they're like, right. no, no. You're ready. Here you go. (laughs) But you know what? They were right. And we both went with it. And here we are. And I wish that I could go back and get the time that I had from those other relationships. Mm -hmm. Although I did learn a lot from them, you know. Mm -hmm. But like all of that, even my divorce, like that wasn't what was planned. My ex-husband and I were actually planning on moving across country. Okay. We were talking about leaving Vegas, moving cross country. And then all of a sudden I'm divorced, living in California, taking care of my grandma. Things didn't go at all the way Mm -hmm. that I had planned. But you know what? Turned out a million times better than I think they would have if I would have pushed something that wasn't meant to be. And, and I kept really trying to, I did. And the universe was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, but I think sometimes we prolong things because we won't just give in, you right. know, probably at the end, because the universe has more control, yeah. it somewhat ends up the way it's supposed to, like mm-hmm. probably no matter how hard we would have fought it, we just would have ended up together anyways, you yeah. know, it, it just, that's the way it was yeah. supposed to go. Yeah. I, even for like my last, you know, employed job that wasn't self-employed. I I pushed something, you know, to try to be 
a manager in this company for years. Yeah. And <clears throat> it just wasn't happening. And yeah. I couldn't, I know that there was a lot of reasons, but at the time I couldn't see it. I didn't want to see it. Yeah. Or it was my perception of what I was seeing. Yeah. And I, you know, I can't really say. <sighs> the bottom line is, is I ended up in a way better situation than that was ever. Yeah. So, but again, I was looking at it one way right. and not seeing what the outcome was really going to be. Right. A lot of people, they will choose their own path by staying in a dead-end job because they're too afraid to get out of it. Mm. And that's another area where, you know, things don't always go as planned because, you know, you might have this career like like what you had and you're thinking, this is it. This is where I'm going to spend my life. I'm going to, you know, keep moving up, up, up. And then all of a sudden the universe is like, oh, no, you're not. No. And it, it wipes you off your feet. Right. You know, you're like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Well, there's a plan. There's always a plan. Mm -hmm. So even when those big things happen like that, you know, losing a job, even an injury at work a lot of times will be, you know, a way out. I remember right before yeah. coronavirus started, I was still pet sitting and I had this one dog walk. And what was interesting is that they had told me when I was going to stop being a pet sitter that I was going to lose all of my dog walks at once. Mm -hmm. Well, the first one to go was a client whose husband, um, he got injured at work. I don't remember what happened, but he ended up going out on disability. Okay. If he wouldn't have injured himself at work and gone out on disability before COVID, he would have been without money, without a job. Wow. So that was like one of those immediate that I saw it there. As soon as COVID hit, I was like, oh, my gosh, he would have they would have been in such bad, bad situation if yeah. he wouldn't have, you know, would have lost his job. Yeah. So the universe has this way of even things <laughs> that were like, why is this happening mm -hmm. to me? There's a reason. Yeah. There's a reason. And it's not necessarily bad. No, no. But we can panic ourselves into that. Yes. Into going, why is this happening to me? You know, and then uh, to be honest with you, sometimes we all got to admit this, that once we do get further away from that and into the change, you see the reason for that mm -hmm. via hindsight, like I said, and then you feel yeah, you sheepish, feel, yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> How did I not stupid. see that? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, universe. I realized you were just trying to help me and I was being a pain. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Here's actually a good example of that. This is from my sister, Amanda. Okay. She says, as always, I have one. Stop <laughs> me if you've heard it, because I have. <laughs> On my way to visit you, meaning us... We wanted to stay in Reno overnight before my flight. Being poor people, we booked a Motel 6. Upon arrival, I was told that I had been banned from Motel 6. We definitely got a good laugh out of this one when she said she was banned. I was like, Amanda, what in, on earth did you do to get yeah, yourself banned from Motel 6? She says, that was news to me as I always pay ahead and never leave a mess. Long story short, we ended up finding a beautiful hotel on Expedia for only a small amount over what we were going to spend. When the desk clerk heard our story, he upgraded us to a beautiful room with a jacuzzi tub at no charge. We seemed to be in a bad situation that turned out to be a blessing. It was a great start to a great vacation. That's cool. Yeah. Go with it. Absolutely. When those things happen, when you're like, why it's not, it's not going right. You know, right. like 
I had bought a car years ago and I apply, I like did a credit application for a few of them and I kept getting turned down and I was like, well, how's this going to work? You know? Well, when I found the right car, guess what? I yeah. got the loan I was looking for mm-hmm. because I was trying to get the wrong car. Like literally, like I went, if you remember, I was looking at the same kind of car. It's a, um, a VW Touareg. And I was looking at one that had like 80,000 miles on it. Do you remember? It was used. Okay. I ended up getting a brand new one with <laughs> the different body style, beautiful car. But I was trying to get a beat up one because it's thought that's all I thought that I could get. Right. And then the universe was like, no, you're going to get a brand new one because it's right. what you need. And I was pissed at first. I was like, how come this is not going my way? Yeah. You know, but sometimes it just doesn't go your way the first time right. or the second time. Because the third time it will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, on to our next our next story. Let's see. This is from Kathy. Hold on, i got to find it. Cause, okay. Because I had to break this up. It was long. Let's see. All right. Since my dad passed away, so many lessons have been taught, but I also had an open mind to them. My stepmother has been less than caring, communicative, empathetic or kind to us since he passed. She is on a new journey and it appears by all accounts that she doesn't want us in her life. So she has sold my dad's house. We had to go with the flow. She moved in with our uncle, not our choice to make. She is being evasive when it comes to our dad's estate regarding my sister and my rights. Never have I had so much to say, but have kept my mouth shut. Sometimes being quiet is better than reacting. And I've learned that too. The stepmom sent a cold email on April 21st saying, here is the bill for the taxes due on May 2nd, $125,000, which um, tax deadline was only a few days away. She hadn't spoke to us since February 6th when we kindly asked her questions about the house and the taxes. The only time that the Canada Revenue Agency can come after a beneficiary for taxes is if the estate doesn't have the money to pay for it. Then they'd come after the beneficiary to get their money. So had she not sold the house, it would appear that the estate would not have had enough money to cash in to pay the taxes and the CRA would have come after my sister and I. But because she did sell it partly to us in spite, the estate now has plenty of money in it to pay the tax. At the beginning, we were full of anxiety, worry, anger, pain. Now we see that this was divinely meant to happen and that all we can do is focus on today. A huge, huge learning lesson for two girls brought up with controlling personalities by our dad who taught us that as a coping mechanism, I might add that sometimes we have to just let things happen the way they are meant to and that they are literally not able to control everything that happens and that self-control, acceptance, and going with the flow are all such awesome qualities to have and learn. Yeah. It's it's another situation. And That's I, great, Kathy. Yeah, yeah. and I want to say that we talked about it. And I have that I had that happen a few times where people come to me with estate issues. And their loved ones are like, stop pushing this. Just let it go. And, you know, even my grandmother's estate, like if it would have closed. My grandma actually died on January 1st. If she would have died one day earlier, the tax situation for her estate would have been much different. Mm-hmm. Because tax laws went into effect yes. on January 1st. Mm-hmm. And we would have had to spend a lot more money on taxes so she saved us money by waiting until the first day of the year to die and we're sitting there going why is she holding on why are you doing this you know you're miserable you're suffering and she held on until she had to let go 
yeah, kind of example for you would be the letters that your mom left in this like sealed post oh, office God. box. Yeah, I haven't talked about that. Or not I? post office box. Um, safety, safety deposit, deposit box. box. Yeah. Um, now, you've never obtained them. No, let me. I haven't told the story yeah. at all. So when my mom died, she had a safety deposit box and it had my name on it. And but I lived in Vegas and it was here and they had already sent it to the controller's office in in Northern California. And so in order for me to get it back, I had to go through this whole process and it was a pain in the ass. So I just kind of let it go and I forgot about it. And then I was like, I want to know what's in this box because I had she had two and I had opened one and there was nothing in it. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not going to spend the money to do the other one. So I got the list of what was in there. And there was a letter for me, a letter for my brother and two coins. And I've been trying to get this stuff since probably a year after she died. And they always return the paperwork and tell me that I'm missing something because my mom was not married at the time, but her married and maiden name are on there. My married name for my first marriage is on there. It's just a bunch of paperwork that they need that I don't have because she's been gone for so long. Okay. So I stopped. I gave up probably like, like 10 years ago. I just gave up. Well, after I I found out about having a dad and brother and sister, I went, that's mm-hmm. what's in that letter. Mm-hmm. That's what's in the letter in the safety deposit box. And so now I have sent away for it again. And I sent a letter and I said, I need that letter that's in there. If you yeah. don't want to give me the coins because they're worth money, that's fine. But give me that letter that's in there. And I sent them everything that I possibly right. could. So I really hope to get it. Right. But really, the point of the story is at any other point, in my life, if I would have found out that I had this father and brother and sister, mm. it would have messed things up. Yep. And it was not meant to be. It was meant to happen now. And so it didn't happen. Right. As as frustrating as this has been for mm-hmm. me, it didn't happen for a reason. Yep. Like, if I would have found this out right after my mom died, oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. That would have been awful. Yeah. Um, even before my spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. it just I it wouldn't have gone the same way. So as soon as that letter gets here, I'll right. let everybody know. I'm hoping that this is it, that they'll... I'm almost 100% positive. Yeah, it said like 180 days you have it right. takes, and it's only been like... 30. I'm almost 100% positive that's what's in the letter. Me too. Is that this was something your mom did not share with anybody. No, nobody. <clears throat> but she wanted to make sure that some point you knew the truth when it was the right time. Yes, and just like everything else that's happened since she died, she controlled that. Mm-hmm. Because if she didn't want me to know at that time, she sure made it happen that I didn't. Because mm-hmm. everything that could be to keep that safety deposit box out of my hands, I'll tell you, it's a long story, but it, it there were so many things that happened. And so I, I'm grateful for that, actually, you know, but right. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what's in that. So we'll see when it gets here. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a nice update. Yeah, definitely. And if we're wrong, we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure we're not. I'm pretty sure too, because I know she she did take that to her grave. She yeah. everybody that I've talked to said they had no idea, <clears throat> and so I don't think that she literally could have gone to her grave without putting that in there because yeah. she didn't tell me his name before or anything. So I'm pretty sure his name and all that's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's see. Let's do one more here because we have time for one more. Mm-hmm. We talk about Charlie a lot. Mm-hmm. And Charlie and Chanel, and they've been going through a lot. And so he said, well, we packed up and moved from our apartment in Dallas and went to Vegas. And we thought we got approved for an apartment in Vegas after being there for five days just to find out we got denied. And we ended up Mm. going back home to Illinois because they went Illinois, 
Dallas, Dallas, was it? Yeah, and then Vegas. Vegas. So now they've gone back to Illinois. Even though we did not want to, but we decided that it would be smart to regroup and get our plan together. I was not sure if it was the right decision, but once I saw my grandma's number, 111, on my parents' new driver's license plate across the street, I knew I made the right decision for my family. We didn't get what we wanted when we wanted, but there are reasons for that. I know there's something greater in the making for us. Also want to thank you for confirming my grandma's number that she showed you once in a reading you previously gave me months ago. Everything just lined up perfectly now that I look back at everything we have been through in the past couple months, although during the crazy roller coaster, it did not feel like it. Yeah. And you know what? Charlie's story is very much developing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, he doesn't I know. I kind where... of feel like I was watching it in my head when you were reading that. Like, I was like, kind of like the National Lampoon's Vacation. If right. you want to look at that, that way, you kind of got a little tour of the U.S. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? true. Along the way. You ended up back home, but you saw a sign as soon as you got home. And so it's that's a wonderful attitude, yeah. you know, and outlook is that you're you're looking at the glass as half full. Yeah, and I talked to them a few times while they were in Vegas, and the you know they found this apartment that they liked, and they they applied for it, and then they were denied, mm-hmm. and they they were denied for a reason. Mm-hmm. Either it just wasn't the right location, period, for them. Vegas yep. wasn't the right place. It wasn't the right time. Whatever, you know. I told Charlie, I'm like, you're gonna have to let your parents help you. I didn't know what way that was gonna be, but going home to them is probably yeah. right now, you know, the best thing. Right. Because they have two young kids and mm-hmm. a third one all in the way. So maybe it's just not the right time for yeah. big moves across the country, you know? Yeah. I, I've seen Vegas in the future for them, so I know it's going to happen for them. And it wasn't this, because it, it's lasting longer. So it just wasn't now. It yeah. just wasn't the right time, right. you know? And they'll get there. But he's seeing that. He's seeing, like, okay, I'm not going to stay in Vegas if this is not where it's supposed to be. Follow mm-hmm. the signs. Follow right. the signs. And that's hard to do sometimes, you know, but yeah. the universe really will point you in the right direction. And if you don't listen, then they put those roadblocks up, like the not being accepted for the apartment. I mean, these kinds of things, I really wish I would write all of these things down that happen because there's so many times that things don't go as planned. Mm-hmm. And there's always a reason. Always. Yeah. I always see the reason when it's over, mm-hmm. you know. So Charlie and Chanel... We're thinking about you and, yeah. and whatever you guys plan to do from here out, you know, we wish Just nothing but asking, the best for you. you know, for yep. those signs and yep. you'll get them. And manifest what you want. Yeah. But you know what? I've realized, too, that when we're younger, a lot of times things don't come to us as easy because we have so much experience that we still need to learn. So we try and jump like, you know. A lot of us, I did it. I wanted to be an adult because I was already an adult at like nine. So <laughs> we want to go out into the world and build it and mm. make it huge. But you know what? Success doesn't come overnight. It takes time. You have to build it. And, you know, and patience. Yeah. Patience is a huge one when it comes to this kind <clears throat> of thing. You know, what are some things that you can do if if things didn't go your way and now you're stuck thinking what next what next what are some things that you can do well for me like i had said earlier i kind of just look at there's a reason there's a reason if i'm you know we've talked about like if i'm shopping online and i push that button and it doesn't work that there's a reason i'll usually like try something twice and if like twice then it doesn't happen then i stop sometimes i'll push it a third time you know 
But yeah, we we have to really look at things like, okay, why didn't this go the way it was supposed to go? What is this lining me up for? And trusting that the universe is really going to bring us what it's supposed to if we just allow it to. That's surrendering. And that's tough. It is. Yeah. But it's important because really we are not the pilots of this life as much as we think we are. We, if we just learn to kind of sit back and go with things more, I think that a lot of us would have, you know, easier time at a lot of different things in life. Yeah. There's a saying that I've heard many times in life. It's called let go and let God. Yes. And, um, that is an incredible empowering statement. Um, not only for God, but for myself, because, it's hard to get away from that. Oh, you know, the individuality and I'm in control and it's me, it's my life. And it's also sometimes hard to wrap your head around the fact that, yes, you may have a greater meaning here that you don't even know. Right. Yet. Right. Why, why you're here, why you chose to be here. Right. But there's a reason and it may not happen in the first year and it may not happen in the 60th year. Right. It may happen the day before you die. It could. Yeah. But there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And, we're all here to learn that and figure it out. Yep. And if we seek the guidance of the universe and of our spirit, you know, soul family and guides, they will give it. Yeah. They will give it. When I stop seeing these numbers and the hearing the songs and all that, like for a long period, I'll, then I'll worry. Yeah, because you know you're not in that headspace though. Right. Too. You're. It's yeah. they're constantly showing me mm-hmm. and us. No, you're good. You're yep. on you're on the path. You're good. You're good. Stay yep. there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's not a scary thing when I'm seeing that. It's not something really important that needs to be said. It's just you're acknowledging and we're communicating. Yes. And if you keep this up, it'll only get better. Yes. But if you if you turn away, then you're not going to hear and see the things that we're trying to show you. Yep. Absolutely. Totally agree. So, it's it's um it's an interesting journey, that's for sure, you know. It's It is. And it really is hard to just be like, you know, when something doesn't go your way to just be like, okay. I mean, that's I guess that's not what we're saying yeah. though. We're not saying yeah. just shrug it off. We're saying, you know, understand that maybe it's just rerouting, just mm-hmm. changing the way that you're going about things or, you know, it could be such a multitude of things, yeah. but it's a reexamination time when things don't go your way. Yeah. You know. And there's a like a multitude of possibilities for any one situation. Yes. It feels like, you know, there's going to be at least two, if not more. Right. So let it fall where it should fall. Yep. And you'll probably be much more pleased instead of forcing it to go down one avenue that it shouldn't. Yep. You know, like not putting your eggs all in one basket is another, you know, like throw your seeds out there and the ones that grow are supposed to grow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get a lot of like different opportunities to do like interviews or even I've had like auditions for reality shows and Mm -hmm. stuff. Right. I look at these as kind of like practice. I don't really expect to like get one. I just figure the universe is throwing them out to me for a reason, Mm -hmm. you know, some kind of experience, some kind of meeting people, exposure, whatever it is. I just do it. And you know what? So far I haven't heard back from any of them. And you know what? That's great because I don't, I'm not really ready for that. Mm -hmm. And like the ones, it's been a couple of years, but the one, the first one that I applied for, 
I was only like a medium for like a year. And I thought this will be cool. You know, I could do this. And then looking back now, I'm like, thank God. No, yeah. Thank God. I wasn't ready, but I didn't really realize that at the time. But the universe did. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't get disappointed if those things don't pan through because I know that there's a reason. There's always a reason. And if there comes a time, do you just trust that? There will be ready. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? And there's yep. a reason for it being the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I really just try not to plan right. those things anymore. You know, I'm not saying don't get excited or, you know, I, I'm not being a downer and saying, no, get your hopes up, but right. be realistic. You know, if it doesn't happen, it's not supposed to happen. Right. Or just the not goals that way. and plans are important. Oh, yeah. I think we're here to be motivated and to do something. Yes. Um, Use our talents. And again, there's many ways to reach your goal. Yes. At least two, if not more. And you'll find it. Yep. You will. Absolutely. Yep. It takes time. Patience. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you have it. Very good. Yay. I liked it. Another episode in the can. Very nice. Yep. Well, before we say goodbye, would you like to share your page one more time? Yes, let's do that. You cool. can find me, Samantha Jones, PsychicMedium.com. You can schedule a reading there. And then for us, uh, we are SpiritualJoneses at gmail.com or at SpiritualJoneses for social media. Yeah. And you? Yes, for my art, uh, DJonesArtCollection.com for the web, at DJonesArtCollection for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And one last reminder for... The shelter fundraiser for people of Ukraine. It's an art fundraiser um, for the people of Ukraine on May 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, And this is being put on by Studio Channel Islands um, Art Studios. It's 2222. Uh Yeah. Ventura Boulevard, Camarillo, California. And you can check it out on their website at www.studiochannelislands.org slash shelter. And if you're around this area, we'll be there for this. This, I believe, is the artist reception on the 7th, Saturday. So I will be there that day. And there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, You can see this on my uh, art page on Facebook Facebook and Instagram. It's cool, too. The curator is the daughter of my pediatrician. Who have you known since preschool? Preschool, yeah. Wow. (laughs) It's so weird. It's such a small world, isn't it? (laughs) Incredible. Yeah. She was very nice. Yeah. Thank you, Alana. Thanks, Alana. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Me, too. Okay. Well, we hope everybody got something out of this. That we do. We have, uh, I don't know what I was going to say, but anyway. (laughs) That's okay. We hope you guys had a great week. That we do. (laughs) Until next week. Peace and love. love.